When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for Seminole Headlines featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Headliner Questions coming your way right now here on Seminole Headlines. Before we get started, there's some good ones. Excited about that. Let's say thanks to Dr. Birch and Birch Orthodontics, best in the business. Just saw her this week. See her again in a couple of weeks. Things are going well. Boys are all set. Bryce's retainer's all good. Everything's mm. good. Clark's teeth are almost completely perfect. The plan has gone to perfection. So nobody's ever going to know he was an alien. No, like not he, at all. You, I'll remind him to humble him. You'll, 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 you'll remind him, but nobody else yeah, will know. Nobody like, else will know. They'll see him and just think he's a normal, good-looking kid. It's amazing. And he's uh, and he, you know what? He's handled it better than Bryce did. Bryce handled it, but he didn't like it. He was annoyed right. by having to have braces. I'm like, well, join 99% of the kids in America. But yeah, nobody likes works. braces. Nobody likes to have braces, but you got to get them. Bryce wasn't probably as motivated either. Like, yeah. Clark knows where he came from. Yeah, Clark knows that he had some alien teeth. He needed to he's get like, that fixed. He's like that kid. He's like the Jared Verse. He, like, he had to go to <laughs> Albany. Yeah. Wasn't recruited. Yeah. He always yeah. remembers that kid. He's he like, Well, he's, he's taking care he of his from. teeth for that kid. Right. That right. kid, yeah. that 11-year-old. Yeah. Kid that, that was being made fun of nose. by a dad yeah. who was insensitive. So this yeah. is pretty cool. So uh there you go. Doug. Hold them up. Doug. Doug, yeah. Doug yeah. came by uh what yesterday and gave us some uh Dr. Birch shirts. He dropped them off, yep. And so uh yeah. Can you hold them up to the camera? Let's see. So yeah, it's uh Dr. Birch's twentieth birthday. Well, twentieth anniversary. We could say it's twentieth birthday. It might yeah, be twentieth birthday. She's actually twenty three. Yeah. The twentieth anniversary, they're calling it their Birch Orthodontics birthday bash this year. We talked about it before. Mm-hmm. They're so, celebrating yeah. 20 years uh, of being back. the best orthodontist in the world by donating to these five causes. So Dr. Birch already donated $20,000 to these five causes, Making Miracles Group Home, the Carter's Corner, Tallahassee Memorial Hospital Foundation, Hang Tough Foundation, and Trends and Touch, Trends Touch yeah. which you're very familiar with yeah. and have worked yeah. with as well. And, yeah. uh, and they're still raising money, and I think that's what part of what these T-shirts is about, is they're still raising money. So if you want to donate to these causes, she's trying to match it to give them $40,000 for the year. Boom. Uh, you can go to birchworthonautics.com, go to their Facebook page, their social media. They have a lot of different ways you can kind of uh, – Walk into the office. Yeah, just drop off cash. Just, yeah. go, just go in and just drop off some cash. You may talk FSU sports with Dr. Birch. I think you earn staff. it when you drop off the cash. Right. It earns yeah. the right to just have a chit-chat. There you go. David writes, hello, boys. 
No question. I just wanted to drop a quote from the first War Chant practice report. Jeff, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Ira. Ira, you can put words in my mouth, but that's it. <laughs> that's he wrote, I, I draw the line there. And yeah. then he said, uh, I chuckled, wrote it down, uh, <laughs> and enjoyed. So, Good work. Yeah. Good work, yeah. Yeah, Ira. Uh, is it possible that the handle that FSU noted they had on the GOR is simply to be the catalyst that causes the end of the ACC. If we leave and then try to litigate any potential payouts back to the league, that could take years. It's also very likely the league falls apart in that span of time. If there is no one to write checks to, I assume FSU could walk? All right. So That's, I mean, theoretically, yeah. I mean, yes. at the end of the day, the ACC dissolving, if you got the, up to the eight members or more wanting to leave the ACC, and if it dissolves, theoretically, yeah, that there would be no conference to write checks to. So, yeah, that would be the best-case scenario. But, uh, again, Cal and Stanford might be coming, and then right. all this is all moot because add, you've got two huge West Coast football powers. Could you add Dartmouth and – Dartmouth-Rice? I don't think Rice mm, is a bad play Rice at this point. Rice is a good school. Yeah, it's okay. a really good school. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. Not all the Ivies – Maybe maybe Yale Brown Brown wouldn't be Brown's bad a good school yeah, yeah. I'd oh, like to go to a game the good thing is we should know more within the next week because they do have that deadline if they're going to try to move for next year we don't know if that's going to happen or not but that would be nice question, because Ira. there's can plenty of uh, plenty of uh, speculation you can point. get on Facebook I was a headliner question it. here headliner question from okay. Jeff <laughs> in Tallahassee first time long time yeah uh, here it is to you boys if nothing is announced. By the 15th, did FSU screw up? Can you hear me and see me right now? Okay, I just kicked like a, a power strip down there, and I was making sure that we were still on yeah, the air. You're good. Okay, we're still good, good. Good. as far as we know. I, uh, I next, saw you next thinking. Question. Well, it's, you know, it's funny. Like, as you talk to people, I mean, I think there are people even in the university, because the reality is very few people know exactly. I know everybody wants to act oh, like right. we know this The president that. knows. The athletic director knows. That might be about it. The president of the board, yeah, might know, the board of trustees, chairman. Yes. There's not a lot of people that know exactly what their options are and what they could possibly do. So there are a lot of people at pretty high levels who are, you know, a little bit concerned yes. that this is going to go the way they hope it's going to go. But nobody I had a knows coach for reach sure. out to me. Right. Just a coach and say – What's people are people are wondering, and <laughs> yeah. so we'll have to see. But it, but was it a mistake? I don't know. I mean, does any of it? I mean, are they going to be put in timeout? Could if they, they have can't? waited for the board of trustees meeting in December to to come and do all that? And I say this legitimately, and I know Florida State fans are worried about this. You have to go play eight conference games, and your persona non or programma non grata in this conference, and they you know it wouldn't be put it, we wouldn't put it past. ACC officials to maybe look the other way when a Wake DB is tackling. You're right because they've been good, getting a good whistle before. That's what I'm saying. Now it could be even worse. <laughs> that uh, legitimately, like, in what yeah. what would have been gained? What was gained from doing well, it in August if you could have done it in December? I think when you that's look what at, I'm saying. You still got to do yeah. it and get the ball rolling. I think it kind of goes back to that initial question. Where well, first of all, I mean theoretically, yeah, they still would love to get out. I, I think, think Clemson has a board but, of trustees meeting this yeah, week. Yeah, who knows? I mean, just I know, that I know, out there. but. Uh, but going back to that initial question, they knew there was going to be a lot of upheaval in the Pac-12. I mean, yeah. like that's been, yep. you know, there was it was pretty obvious that something was going to happen there. And Mike, Alf, Michael Alford actually brought that up in that February meeting: is we're keeping an eye on what's happening out west sure. because. And so now, if the Pac-12 is destabilized and the Big 12 is in expansion mode and the Big 10's got to figure out now, 
there's more teams available. Like, I mean, as of a month ago, it sounded like the Big Ten had no interest in Washington and Oregon. And now all of a sudden they're like, okay, we'll take Washington and Oregon. I mean, everything's changing. And that's the one concern I have a little bit is there's so much changing. And now that there's pushback on this perception of these conferences are ruining the sport, like does that make some people maybe tap, tap the brakes? But the reality is I don't know that if Florida State would have stayed quiet. That, the Pac-12 that, deal wasn't going to go through either way. Well, so the, yeah. the destabilization of the Pac-12, right. which led to the departure of teams, was going to happen whether they were moot or not, right? And I, I mean, yeah, and I think the thought process was, though, from Florida State's standpoint, let's you know destabilize as much as we can mm. because we want this chaos, which could open up everything else for Florida State to leave. I don't know, again, if it doesn't work, I mean, from a standpoint of what do you care about? Other than maybe, you, you know, you, you don't want your fans to be mad that they got excited and then nothing happens. But even Peter Collins said when we did the video with him last Monday night, he said it may not happen as fast as, as fans want. I mean, I think he, he said that. There's not a ton of risk either. Like, right, that's The worst thing like, is you're in the ACC, you might get a bad whistle now. You've always gotten a pretty bad whistle. And I still think there's But a, you do get hopes up, and then yeah. you're like, ah, we'll be – now, I just, now I you got to like, go to Berkeley. I mean, it's been a, a strategic plan. We were all conceding right. that it's been a plan. It just seems to me it was a, a – I'm fine with it. I mean, I have no problem announcing you'd like to get out of an untenable situation and that you're looking out for your own best interests. Everybody is. I got zero problem with that. And I also don't worry about the pushback in the triangle. That's normal. Uh, they're operating from a place of fear and failure. So they understand that they're screwed. They're a dead conference walking, and they know it. And so their guard is up, and everybody's pissed. And anything that leads to further destabilization is what you're going to see these retaliatory comments. But I do think if you're that aggressive and if you're throwing out numbers and then there are stories about private equity firms and everything else, it seems to me that's all part of a plan, which I applaud. I applaud the plan, but I think it's a means to an end that people want to hear about. They want to know, okay, well, what's the next step? And what was the point of this very aggressive plan over the past year if it wasn't going to pay off somewhere here real soon? And I think things have gotten very quiet recently, and I think that tells me either one of two things. Either something is still going to happen right, within the next right, week, right. or it isn't going as well as they had hoped. And I, That's interesting. That's you don't two, know which it is. You know what I'm saying? Two like very it, diametrically opposed. Yeah, yeah. and we'll see. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't – Again, I just push back on the, the idea that where people who are like, you know, because going back to Bubby Cunningham, North Carolina's AD, saying that I don't like this barking or right. whatever. It's like, you go to hell. You know, I mean, Comical. is it better? Is it better to do what Texas and Oklahoma did and just show yeah. like, you in the dead of night? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you've given them the a Ursies. chance now. If Florida State and Clemson leave, they got two big blue bloods coming in right behind them Cal to take Stanford. their spot. I just looked it up. Cal has been number one in football before. What year was that? 1951. <laughs> So they have a history. Happened. They have a history of They're being at the top on of the return sport. to glory, baby. Seventy years, man. Uh, I keep hearing the SEC and the Big Ten cannot offer FSU a spot publicly for fear of being sued. How were the OU Texas and USC UCLA announcements made when they still had multiple years left on their deal? Of all the shows, the War Chant Universe, keep up the great work. Thanks, Timothy. Yeah, I'm not sure about all that. When you know, we we things become kind of spoken or repeated about what's legal and what's not legal and all that. I think that um, it's uh, the diff- the big difference between Florida State's situation and any of those other leagues is the amount, of time. the amount of time. Florida State's in this league for 13 more years. Those teams were coming up. It may have been two years, but it was still kind of yes, coming up. Yes, they were in yeah. middle of the next decade like this one Yeah, is. no, no, though. They were on the verge, and they even tried to get out sooner, but obviously right. – 
they, they didn't want to pay the $50 million or whatever it was. But and I, I just looked it up real quick. Stanford's never been number one, sadly, but they did get as high. And actually, Stanford's had some nice moments yeah, here in our lifetime yeah. in, in the last 15 years. Yeah, they won the but, Rose Bowl. But they got to number two once, and it was 1940. <laughs> in 40. 1940. The famed 40 season. The 1940 Stanford season. Where I'll be honest, I thought they got screwed. I thought they deserved the title. Did you look and, and I see think it went to Dartmouth. Highest ranking of all time under Elway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can look that up real yeah, quick. Yeah, but I'm so, kind of curious what that was. So he was there in 80, like 80 to 82, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So yep. the highest ranking was 11. Okay. So basically what you're telling me is they haven't been relevant. Those well, those programs basically yeah. nationally relevant, you know, so they'll fit right in. It's pretty true of the <laughs> Pac-12 in general. I mean, same ethos, yeah. yeah it all they will fit right in. They can relate to the the schools in North Carolina. Um, I'm so glad that the students at FSU are getting a taste of the hate that several uh, lives through um, lived throughout the '90s. Yes, that's correct. Um, as ruthless as it is now. What do you think Twitter, I mean X or whatever it's called, would have been like in the 90s? It would have been like your standard message board where everybody just in stone, I mean in glass houses through stones. Uh, it was always the best. When you went on message boards, you'd have Miami fans speaking out against the criminality of Florida mm. State. We were like, Miami is talking yeah. about this. And then Florida State fans would fire back, and then Florida would get involved, and then be like, well, what about Tank Black? And then we just moved it all over here to the – into the social media realm instead yep. of message boards. That's what it would have been like. And it's all comical. Um, but, yeah, it is nice to know that you're relevant to a point where you're pissing people off again. It means you're about to be good again, and I think people recognize that as well. And, look, keep stealing recruits from Georgia. Uh, yeah. You're going to piss on off Kirby? It, yeah, just on the regular. It is strange, though, and I was talking to somebody at Prax about this, a faculty member. Uh, Georgia didn't a, want him anyway. He wasn't no, a take. That's always the way. He wasn't a take. Why is it that Colorado can leave, uh, you know, Oregon, Washington can leave, all these schools can leave, and nobody, like, gets seems to get the ire that Florida State did for making the comments they made? Like, why is Florida State seen as a troublemaker or, you know, I out of bounds when these other schools had bailed on their conferences. Colorado one day was like, yeah, we're all in. And then the next day went to the Big 12. And that's fine. Irrelevant. Well, that's fair. But it's no, also saying, like. And, and but, it's a double standard, but they're yeah, irrelevant. Yeah, it is ridiculously an understandable. Yeah, yeah. Double well, it was also crazy that, like, um, we knew when Texas and Oklahoma went to the SEC. I wrote a column. I went and reread it to see if I was right. I said the Big 12 was going to collapse. It turned out it was the Pac 12, right. but the Big 12 isn't anything either more. And I was like, this is. The, the, like the death knell. This is the end of college football as we know it. And the way I led that column was the the scene in Jurassic Park where Jeff Goldblum's like, yeah, your scientists could do this, but they never asked themselves if they should. Right. And the SEC never asked themselves, is this good for the sport? And why is it now when Florida State does <laughs> that's this? What that's uh, it, that's it, what they, I've been screaming. Texas and Oklahoma were the reason all of this right. happened. If that didn't well, happen, he, then Southern Cal and UCLA would have gone to the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, so that yeah. was when all of this hand-wringing should have been done. But people and, were just like, wow, the SEC is going to be really dominant. Isn't that something? And look what the ACC did to the Big East. You can go and, on and I mean, on. It's yeah, just, they all, been going so, on. Uh, so caring about what any of them say about how anybody else no, acts no. is Correct. ridiculous. And not one inkling, not even a shred of guilt. For Florida State, if you're if you're a Florida State fan, administrator, uh, alumnus, booster, supporter of any kind, whatever, you don't have to feel bad. You're looking out for number one, yep. and so is everybody else, no matter what they say publicly. This is not. I mean, look what happened. Jim Phillips, gullible as he proved to be, 
tried to get everybody to hold hands and sing Kumbaya for the betterment of college football, Corey, to your point. Mm -hmm. This isn't good for the game. Our neighborhoods need the trash taken out, too. Everybody needs to have the same things. Yeah, look, pal, less than like a month later, they were laughing at you. They're sending you pictures of their ass. Yeah. You look like a fool. <laughs> that would have been cool if Kevin Warren really did that. <laughs> I mean, this is – Like Phillips what? texted him. He's like, hey, man, what about the alliance? Yeah. Kevin <laughs> Warren just sends a picture of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> There's your alliance. How about this? There's How about this? Alliance. Say, yeah, why don't you, get a, why don't ah, you align with this? Simple <laughs> <laughs> headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. MLB is in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs with a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures. My bookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of the brand-new MyBookie money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use the promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit $200 and play with $300 instantly. Use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. If you're a baseball fan, you want to add more excitement to the rest of the season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now. Get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Given how potent the offense is, would you take the ball first versus deferring to the second half if you win the coin toss? Michal wants to know. We've talked about this before. It comes up a yeah. lot for some reason. I think this is a hyper-focused on – I'm not knocking the question – uh, it's a hyper-focused on thing for, uh, for for fans or listeners of this show or fans of Florida State football. I, I find that interesting. I never care. I would kick off both halves to make it fair. <laughs> I never care whether my team kicks or defers. I, would, I don't you, care. I think you want the ball to start the second half. Usually. Yeah, yeah so you're going to defer. Usually. There, think, there are exceptions, I guess. It but. doesn't really matter in the long term, but I think you'd la you'd rather know going into halftime, yeah, we're getting the ball to start the second half. And Norvell does a good job, just like Jimbo did also. And most coaches try to get that two-for-one if you can. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so I, I'm sure they'll kick off, but it's tempting, man, with this offense. It, it tempts me a little bit. It, it would tempt me, too. They're, they are loaded. With all the conference realignment talk, you think our softball team and soccer team will still be dominant no matter if we go to the Big Ten or the SEC? 
No, yeah. ma- so saying if they don't and no, they stay it here, will we'll still be dominant whether they go to the I mean, SEC, the, Big Ten. Yeah, they? the softball record would not be what it normally is. I mean, that's a oh yeah. If, so- if they're in the softball SEC, in the SEC is a little bit better. But I mean, you would make sure you keep your coaches. Yeah, yeah, you'd be able to pay them better. Yeah. Greg writes worst hire in FSU history of FSU athletics. Okay. Uh, he says he votes for Stan Wilcox. Well, at FSU, he oversaw the end of the Jimbo era. Well, that, the end of the Jimbo era wasn't Stan Wilcox's fault. He was an ingredient. He was an ingredient, but, but Jimbo was falling to pieces the without the aid of Stan Wilcox. Um, gave a bad coach a six-year deal after basically no search, tried to play football on the cheap, and got the program into debt post-FSU. Um, yeah, so he just – he's he's voting Stan Wilcox. Well, and then the uh, – After today's ruling, a yeah. lot of people are going to agree with you. <laughs> a lot of people are yeah. uh, bringing up old Stan because he's at the NCAA, and that's his apparently uh, purview or part North of Carolina it. apparently had a wide receiver they were yeah. counting on that uh, got denied a waiver too. All so, right. So it wasn't just Florida State. Well, and, and love Leonard Hamilton, but Primo Spears is in that boat. The uh, – one of the basketball players, yeah. one of the transfers they brought in. He'll so it's be not looking good is what you're trying well, to tell me? Well, I mean, me? if that if they're going to be a hard line about it, ah, not ideal. Fellas. There's got to be – I mean, Stan was the AD when uh, – wasn't Stan involved making Jimbo the head coach and waiting? No. He was at, He was after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he uh, yeah. No. Okay, he didn't do. He didn't do a lot. He didn't do great. And fairness, Dan came right before the national championship. Yeah, and fairness to almost every AD post Dave Hart, none of them actually had a whole lot of autonomy. Right. Yes, correct. All right. So, yeah. just fellas, I know it's not option one or two, but give me a percentage chance that we end up in the Big Twelve. Greg, I'm going to say. I'd uh, say it's option two. Uh, no, no, it'd be option three. SEC and Big Ten are one and two. Oh, what? Did yeah. he, oh, he said Big Twelve. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh. Uh, he... Yeah. No, that's a percentage chance. Two percent. I would say two to five percent. Hopefully, like, hopefully less than ten. You're not yeah, getting yeah. enough money. Yeah. For the cost of having to go to Lubbock, in Waco, and places like that. Again, I've seen a lot of good spots in Waco. <laughs> I went down a road where a lot of American history happened, Ira, back when you were in college. <laughs> Great American history. Not great, but American history. American history. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I don't want to go to Waco or Lubbock. What about either. Manhattan, Kansas? Or Manhattan, Kansas. Not yeah. a lot of places in the Big 12 that you're like, yeah. Ames. Maybe now with Tempe. You go to Tempe and uh, Tucson. That's true. Tempe's fine. Uh, if we join a conference without Miami, do we keep them as a non-conference opponent like we do with UF? And like we did when Miami was in the Big East, or would the presumptive increase in competition preclude us from doing so? I've worried about this. I've said that the direction college football is in, they've dynamited a lot of tradition. Um, you know what? If Miami wants to play Florida State and play games that matter that people actually watch, because that's the one every year that they play that people watch. Well, I guess they played A and M and people cared. Might want to come out and say you're on board with the Knowles right now. Hmm. What you just lay it in the cut, just. Just laying down in the weeds while Florida State stands up and says, "Hey, everybody, take shoot your arrows at me." Stand everybody up, Miami. Everybody thought Radakovich was the greatest hire of all time. Come on, right? Miami, where are my you? Man why just, are you so is my man just like laying out on the beach? <laughs> what's happening? Is he just like I ah, screwed Clemson up? I'm out of here. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there, man. I, like I, I and I don't know how attractive Miami is. Like I, I know there was talk that. That's that market, Ira. It's that big market. I, yeah. Just like you've seen it with Boston right, and Pittsburgh. Right. What they brought uh, in New York, Syracuse, Syracuse, New York City. Yeah, you I mean, got that New York City college. market? Come on, man. That's why the ACC's rolling in it right now. Yeah, it, it is 
interesting how quiet Miami has I, been. Though. I would think uh, – I mean, there's there would be a very real shot if Florida State ends up in a conference without Miami that they will stop playing Miami, which would be a sad – yeah, it would be said. I, I, I don't like it. Yeah. It's a reality. We're not fans of it, but it's probably the reality. Steven writes, I haven't heard much in regards to Hakeem Williams. Mm. How has he looked at practice? Well, Corey said he's a bum earlier on the show today <laughs> in the first hour. Incorrect. I think that's pretty much what he said. I translated Basically. it properly. Yeah, that's not uh, true. You'll have to go back and listen for yourself. <laughs> right. Where um, I said that I didn't think. In fact, I'm pretty sure the words that came out of my mouth were, uh, you wrote a whole the one thing is that a, a bum. bum. He is. No, so I think uh, – <laughs> Look, he's been he's been he's been better than he was in the spring. A lot Relegated better. further markedly, down the depth chart because better. they are markedly, markedly better. better at the position. Um, yeah, he's made some plays. Now he's not going up against the best all the time that Florida State has to offer from the secondary, but he is making plays and he is he's showing in better shape, the physicality and the the yeah. tools that you that were made him so attractive when he was in high school. But yeah. he is not right now as good as Van Dravius. Uh, that fair, Ira? Yes. Okay. Oh, definitely. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, he ain't a bum, though. No, he's not a bum. I was no. teasing. I know. Uh, just started watching baseball again this year and notice uh, all of the silly home run celebrations. It got me thinking. I know where an enterprising baseball team can get a slightly used turnover backpack. <laughs> Should, well, you, where is that thing? I, I, you know, yeah, I've where is the turnover before. backpack? That would be a really fun, cool story to do. Or like We're an eight-part podcast. <laughs> Just tracking down well, the tracking backpack. The true act- crime? Yeah, like a true crime. Well, you know how, it? by the way, they do a wrestling one now, and they're about to do one for hip-hop where mm-hmm. they, they find the relics of yesteryear. Who has them? Who yeah. has? So, like, old gimmicky things from Buddy, wrestling. Buddy, I have asked Rob Wilson probably seven times in the last decade, where is the spirit spear? Right. Where did it go? Yeah. What did they what do with it? Did they it? put it in a dumpster, or does somebody have it in a barn somewhere? And he does not know. And I would but love... But he's also not looked. Or he probably li- hasn't or looked that hard. Or he's lying to you. Yeah. We know he Rob. Could, he absolutely yeah. probably... It's probably in Rob, his house. Rob, where's the spear? It's probably in his Where yard. is the spear, Rob? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real. Where's Wallace? <laughs> yeah. Where's the... Yeah. And I would love to know where the backpack is. I th- would think, the- like, A.J. Westbrook has it, or somebody like that? <laughs> Could they, Tavares McFadden has no, it. No, he didn't. He Ira, didn't. He wasn't on that Ira team. Ira was going to take the Democrats' sign, but I think the time has passed. So he waited too long. Can't, can't, like, could they, would it be good to sacrifice the backpack if you found it? Like, it would burn be it? good, like, the last day of camp to, yeah, burn it, like, in a in a trash can, like in Ted Lasso, like, in the 50-yard line. Yeah, there. but I think you're paying credence to an era that was so short-lived, it need not be brought back. <laughs> like, I don't think Norvell wants to. Let's let any part of this into our locker yeah, room. You don't even want to know. No. Because then you're having no. to explain to the so, kids that have encircled it, the the burning, what it is that you're doing. And yeah. they're like, wait, you had a what? what? The, and then who would the be worst. on the team? Renardo Green would be like, yeah, yeah, we would catch it. And What would be worst. great is if somebody did it anonymously, just like filmed it without anybody around. Like not on campus, you just saw a backpack burning. The worst thing about the backpack was Instagram usually – so usually if something happens to your team, like yeah. your coach says something dumb, a player gets arrested, something bad happens, and every other fan base jumps on social media to rip your school, people will fight back. Yeah. But well, like the backpack, did. everybody just had to wear it. Everybody's no. like, yeah. yeah, it sucks. You're right. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Miami's got this cool-ass chain. The chain was awesome. And then you're just slinging a Jansport over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. One of the nine turnovers you created that year. Yeah. At least it didn't have to come it out very so often. It seems so fitting. The door of the Explorer. <laughs> yeah, it just oh it seems so fitting for what they were as yeah. a team. Just like this is silly. Look at this. this Somebody's got it. Done. Somebody from that team should know and, where it is. And then when they'd be down by like thirty-five and get a turnover, and put somebody like, would grab the backpack. Where is it? Where is it? Yeah. Grab it. 
Grab it and get in front of the camera. By the way, the pirate sword is awesome. When the yeah. buckos go yard. Well, and look, and the, uh, they're right. The the angels do something right. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh, the the Brewers put the cheese on their head. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. angels put like a throat where like Twins a crown do or like something. a Vikings thing or something. Do the Orioles just do the bird bath, or do you guys yeah. do something the in sprinklers. the sprinklers? Yeah, uh, they got the funnel. They got a water funnel. Oh, uh, okay. A lot of water themes. The Braves just shake hands because they hit so many home runs. It would get ridiculous after a while to keep putting. <laughs> I know. I know. We were doing all kinds of celebrating off of Spencer <laughs> Strider night, yesterday, this, buddy. Just I got tired of wearing that poor man out. It was embarrassing. Uh, is it too early to discuss the formation of the 2023 Snuggy Hill Posse? Guys, we got to do it this year. I mean, we say it, but it's not on us because we got to be up in the box. I mean, it would help if Jeff went to there. Went there. I try to avoid Wake, but, but you, I'll, I mean, I'll go. I'll go. You're saying that you now. You want me to round up the posse? If, if people know that Jeff is going to be there at Snuggy Hill, well, and then this turns south and I get arrested. No, no, you, you, you can comport yourself well. I will. Man. I can't, but anytime you get a posse together. Well, you can't be responsible for what other people do oh. just based on your words. <laughs> no, but speaking seriously, I do have a couple of friends who uh, who are uh, going to the game this year because yeah. they're hopeful that this is the last trip to Snuggy Hill. And, and they've they never need, been you before. You need to be there. And yeah. screw Wake Forest, man. Yes. It's ridiculous oh, oh, what's I going already on. said, let's beat them like a drum and run it up. And I, burn the hill. If my... If Mike is listening, Mike, seriously, I love how you've embraced rivalry games, and you say they mean more than other games. Wake has kind of earned this. I kind of want him kicking. to get into that mode where he doesn't refer to it as Wake. Forest you won't use either. their name. Yeah, yeah, it's that school up that created yeah. Krispy Kreme, where Krispy Kreme was created. Winston said that hyphenated city. <laughs> We're going up to that hyphenated city. We're with going the, up to Arnold Palmer's old place. With the, the hill. And the, yeah, they the, got yeah, the hill where people yeah. bring their blankets. He should have just asked the week of the game, what's the most points ever scored up there on the hill? Yeah, it's 59 probably, hill. right? Look, man, if this team's eight. undefeated at that point in the season, we're taking the hill. Take the hill. We're not taking no for it. Kicking onsides up 40. Kick that onsides kick. Let's yeah. go. Do man, it. They, they need it. But, yeah, Florida State fans, there's always a lot there. It's a good chunk of people there. Instead of sitting in your seats, go to the hill, man. Just go. They can't stop you. I don't think. I got to look no. into that. I don't think. I don't I think, think you buy could. tickets. I don't think you buy tickets for the hill. I think you said Corey, that last time, just, yeah. and it turned out you did. Uh, oh, yeah, I think. Right. Yeah. Well, then you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm. As soon as I leave here, I'm calling. I'm gonna call the Wake Forest ticket office and ask if I can get tickets on the hill. I should How do that on the show. Buying? It's supposed to be a posse. How many are you gonna buy? No, I'm 100? not buying. I'm. I'm asking if they're available to buy. It, well, you know what? Let's we should it. buy hey, if they right are. Here, right here on the commercial break. Let's yeah. do this right now. Right. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chat TV. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
What I love most about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Feminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Do we have an answer? Well, he's on the phone right now with the ticket office, and I told him to ask if he could buy all, like, what... I told him to ask, like, how do we get buy tickets for the Snuggy Hill? Well, she won't know what Snuggy Hill is. She doesn't know what Snuggy Hill is. But how many to buy the end zone tickets for the Florida State game? And then I said, then follow up with, okay, what if I want to buy all of them? And he's talking to her right now. He just walked out of the room. I was trying to get him to do it on the air, but he he which would have been fantastic. But he ran out of the room. If he legitimately, if we buy, like, how many tickets do you think they sell in that? He's worried they may have already sold some, but so maybe there's I don't know five hundred. Okay, he's got an answer here. Hold on, I'm turning on the mic. Oh, he doesn't look happy. He didn't get a good result. Uh, what happened? It's not terrible. So to to buy tickets for the for Snuggy Hill, you have to buy the season tickets. Oh, come on. You have on. to buy a ticket for come every on, Wake game. Come on, Wake Forest. Oh, man. So I said, how much? I think this is what I asked. How much would for four tickets on the hill in for the season? And she said $220. Man, that's just four. You we can't burn the hill down. No, I know. But I'm saying that, you know, we could – Warchant could give away some – and then mm-hmm. the, our great listeners could buy. That's a problem, though. You'd have to buy two hundred twenty. Yeah, buy the seasons for, worth, and then you got to sell their tickets. And then to you got to Elon go, Wake Forest. You got to go to the Elon Wake game, you, and you got to go to Wake uh, Virginia. I don't think you're going to make your money back. No, yeah, probably not. You're not going to make your money back. So you have to buy season tickets to sit on the hill. That's disappointing. Damn it, man! Or, hey. or you can just jump the railing. Or, I will like say we, at least we inquired. Like we've said before, I mean, we're trying to get kicked out of the league anyway. Yeah. Just displace the people on the hill. I mean, what are they going to do? Just displace but sir, them. Yeah, but, sir, I have a ticket. Yeah, yeah we don't yeah, care. We don't care. Go sit in my seat. Yeah. It's over hill, there. Yeah, the hill gets burned to death. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Hugh Jass writes, with the college football Who? playoff. Hugh? Hugh Jass. <laughs> uh, with the college football playoff expanding to 12 teams in 2024, how much more exciting will the regular season be with more teams being a part of more games that matter, especially later in the season? Also, I love you. Uh, thank <laughs> you. Sweet. Thank you, uh, Hugh. I think it's less exciting than the regular season. That's the debate, right? Yeah, some I think people it's less are, exciting. Uh, I mean, I think you I think can make a more, case that it's, it's more, more exciting. for some teams. But I think it's maybe... more exciting than the postseason to have 12 teams. I think it's less exciting like week four. Probably yeah. because well, a game won't a game matter that matter. much. But yeah. week, week 11 – but you still want to. But because, you still want to win the Florida State Clemson game, always, even though you know it doesn't eliminate you. Always, you're still going to want to win. It. I just remember the heightened awareness I felt walking into right. Florida State Miami in years past with the idea that the loser just got told by their arch rival, "Go to hell." You but got how about, chance to about like I know last year's probably not a great example because the Florida game really mattered anyway and finishing with nine wins. But if that game had been a spot for like a playoff spot, I mean that would have. I mean that's you, you weren't just out of it. Like Florida State was out of it in early October. They wouldn't have been out of it then, and I think it will add. Novi- September will be worse. I think November yeah, early season, first half of the season won't. November be as much. will be better though. I think November there's going to be 20 teams, 22 teams that think they have a shot to get in the final 12. John writes: Since LSU and FSU seem like a toss-up, why does Vegas have them by two? What am I missing? Is there any insight? I said SEC bias, John. 
Well, and LSU's number five in the country, and the Noles yeah. are only number eight. So apparently, According to the coaches poll. Everybody you know, like liked a, that bowl, bowl win over well, Purdue. But that's the thing. Like Corey and Aslan were talking about this morning on Wake Up War Chant. The mm. not so wildly popular, what? closely wildly popular. I'm trying to come up with a no, different not way to so say it. Not so wildly we popular just, is we awful. Can't, I'm saying we can't say wildly popular. He's trademarked. Incredibly it, popular incredibly is what popular. we landed on. I think. <laughs> not, <laughs> so, not, not so I, wildly popular. After I rightfully accused him <laughs> yes. of stealing my, <laughs> I, we, yeah, we went to incredible. But you guys made a good point uh, that uh, the perception of LSU is so. I don't know. It's not. What's the opposite of tainted? Like it's elevated. Yeah. Based on their bowl game, but you know they did not look very they good late a, in the season. Yeah, they played a coachless Purdue team where all their best players sat out. But their two losses yeah, they in the by season, Texas they gave up thirty-eight to that A&M team. They didn't and need then, to win that game, but yes. And then we're down thirty-five to ten to Georgia at half. And I know Georgia was really good, but that defense got wrecked the last two weeks Let's of the season. Let's hope they get wrecked again in this game. Well, they're going up against a better offense than Texas A&M was last year. I will, I will year. say, I mean, can you imagine, like, dare to dream for a moment. What if Florida State beats LSU 38-17? to 17? We no, might. it could be 38 at the half. So. We might go straight to Snuggy Hill the next day. Straight to the limo is where we're going at 38-17, to 17, <laughs> buddy. Man. It's going to be, night it on be the straight town. to the limo <laughs> days, man. Yeah. The halcyon days are straight Woo! to the limo. Can you imagine? I mean, we've got a free place to stay. We, Oh, buddy. Good times. <laughs> I'm in. Um, why would it be a good idea to wait until after the 15th to inform the ACC that Florida State is going to leave? Yeah. Wait, I, would, why would it be a good yeah, idea? Why Why would it be a good idea to wait? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm mean, saying like till, for, till next year or something. Yeah, like, like yeah. why wouldn't yeah. you just do it now? I, I think they should do it now. They might. Yeah, they might. Yeah, they might. That I mean, might have been a whole setup, though. Not a I setup, think, but the I last. I think if you intend to leave, which I think clearly they do. They clearly do. Clearly they do. Yeah. You might as well say it. Because you're not saying in 17 hours. Yeah. You're saying, I intend to leave. All right, well. So prepare. Let's make it happen. <laughs> let's yeah. make it. Yeah, let's get the hell well, out of here. Well, again, I, I can't keep bringing this up enough, but we got to see how this Cal Stanford thing shakes out. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin writes, when is FSU's emergency board meeting? I know, impossible question, but I thought I'd ask it anyhow. Also, expansion, a viable one-way ticket for FSU. Um, uh, when's the emergency board meeting? He's talking yeah. hypothetically. Yeah. When are they going to yeah. make the move and make yeah. the jump? Everybody's, I asked somebody uh, who works at the university today at practice. I was like, so how many questions do you get about this? Ooh. And he showed me his phone, and it was just like text, text. text. It was like, yeah. you know. It can't be it, – it, there really can't be anything else because there aren't a lot of question marks about the football team. Right. So, I mean, you're in a situation where that's all you're going to get if you work for the university and you've taken this public stance that you have. And I get that. They had to have welcomed that, right? I mean, right. if you're Peter Collins or anybody else – Michael Alford and the, and the president, I mean, you guys have come out publicly repeatedly and said, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. And you've presumably fed information to people. And so at this point, that they have to know that question will happen until they make an announcement. Now, even if that announcement is just, uh, you know, we intend to leave, I think that would suffice. I don't mm -hmm. think anybody needs to know I tend to leave on, you know, July 7th. Right. Of next, you know what I mean? I just, just tell everybody publicly, we are going to leave. I hope it happens. Uh, certainly it's early on in camp, writes William, understanding they haven't even had a practice in full pads yet. But early prediction time, who is the most likely candidate to be wide receiver three? Outside of Johnny and Keon, of course, love the show. Yeah, those two are one and two. And Yeah. Uh, I just keep coming back to Vendravius Jacobs. I'm, I, he's so good. I, I can't help myself. I mean, I, 
He was awesome in the spring. He already looks good here now. There are options. It's nice that they have options. Winston Wright's going to get playing time. Other guys are going to get playing time. We, we, we've already said Destin Hill will get playing time. How quickly he Portier can... was probably the best guy, the most consistent guy they had all spring. Yeah. Yeah, so, so when you when you bring up WR3, are we talking about, about third, in receive, third in receptions? Or right. slash receiving yards, or are you talking about the third receiver? Position, yeah, the Kenny Shaw to the yeah. – well, I mean, he was both. He was right. third and the, the slot guy. But if you're thinking about the slot, I just think – yeah, man, I think, I think, I think there's a chance Jacobs. it's 19. I think Destin Hill is going to play yeah, a good and bit. Winston Wright will, too. Winston yeah. Wright is going to play and a good you bit. Can, I mean, the thing is, man, you can put other guys in the slot, too. you got Joe oh, Feely, sure. you got these tight ends. You've got a lot of options. Yeah, and I, I think we That's can – I, I think it's impossible, really, to predict any numbers for anything on offense because there are so many weapons. I got asked by somebody, and, you know, we were all asked to do radio interviews. I got asked by somebody, you know, will Jordan Travis win the Heisman? And I said, well – I don't think so. And and they're like, oh, well, you're not as high on him? I'm like, oh, I'm really high on him. But, I mean, his numbers are going to get, in many ways, diminished by the fact that they have so many people to turn to in a given week. I mean, the game plan can change week to week. And you've got guys that have a huge Saturday and then maybe the next week have three catches for 32 yards. I, I think mean, he – I mean, he would have to have big games against LSU and Clemson because, quite frankly, those are the two games that people will watch. You know what? You uh, know what's if he cool? has an outlandish like Florida type game in those kind of plays too. Oh yeah, those plays were amazing. And the, and then he has an Oklahoma game against Clemson tor- sort of. Then that I think he can win it like that. Even if he go he throws for 180 against Syracuse. And that's just the dumb the dumb way this whole thing works yeah. is is it's so much based on statistics. The cool thing about Jordan and we've all talked about this in different ways, but I, I it just crystallized to me today. You know when 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 a play breaks down in practice, the receiver run either runs the wrong route, or whatever it is, there's miscommunication. Yeah. You always, we always watch to see, okay, who do the coaches get on to, right? It's never, ever Jordan. Like, it's no. never, ever, ever Jordan. It's yeah. always the receiver. It's always the running back. It's always the tight end. Yeah. It's never Jordan. That's pretty cool, man. No, like, I saw Jordan make his first bona fide mistake today, and it wasn't a play breakdown. He just overthrew Johnny Wilson, which right. was an easy touchdown, and he was so mad at himself. He saw he threw his towel down, walked away. They didn't say a word to him because they didn't need to. He but just physically missed the play. Just remember the conversations Jimbo would have with quarterbacks. You oh, know, yeah. Oh, yeah. even yeah. if it was Ponder, even if it was when Jameis. I mean, yeah. like there would be there's times where the quarterback's not seeing it the right way. It seems like Jordan is always kind of seeing it the right way. And then when you add in those weapons and that yeah. line, yep. that's why if he's always thrown to the open guy and you have to be pretty confident that somebody in that team's gonna be open. Correct. Uh, almost every play, then you you got a good guy leading it. A uh, couple of things here, guys, that we probably have to be fairly careful about, but I do want to address them so they don't think they're getting ignored. Uh, first one is FSU alum 04 writes, can you guys elaborate on the Winston Wright injury? No, not really. We really can't. All we've heard is that he was in a car wreck. At yeah. the time, it said that he would never play again. Now he's ba- I'm reading the question. So okay. now he's back on the field playing what sounds like at a high level again, which is good. What exactly happened? Other than saying he was in a car wreck, we really probably don't want to expound I mean, it was a devastating leg injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's um, all you can say. And it was something that you don't just heal from. And, you know, if it was a broken bone, as simple as that, it would have been six yeah. weeks or whatever. Yeah, and, so he had multiple leg problems there. And so we just – that's all you can really say. And then this kind of falls under the same uh, purview here. Love the show, guys. What's up with Fabian Lovett? I have not heard him mention one time in practice summaries. Yeah, well, same thing. I mean, guys, sometimes they miss practices, but it's nothing devastating. They're just kind of getting back into – we were talking about Robert Scott earlier. He's on a plan. They're getting him back. If, um, if, if you're reading Corey's practice observations or reading or reading the message boards and watching the videos, 
and you don't see somebody or you don't hear about somebody, there's usually probably a reason. But if it's if it's significant, you'll probably hear more about it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Just you know, read between the lines there. Here's one for you, Ira, that I think we all like because I've watched it ten times. Can you tell me what I'm missing? And I agree with this guy. Brad writes the Orioles thing. Yeah, Kevin uh, being suspended, Kevin Brown being suspended indefinitely. What is it he's suspended for? Corey and I were talking about it earlier today. I don't. I is it because I, I he pointed out their terrible he record? I don't buy, that, buy it's that. that it's that. I just think there's something else. Does on Peter top Angelo of it. still own the team? Yes, but is he is he alive? Is he conscious? Well, what I would say is that Peter Angelo has suspended announcers right. in the past. John Miller, for example, right. famously lost his job for saying something that he perceived but that was to be critical. So benign. Oh, I, mean, it was, I I agree, and it was complimenting them for. Not being that team anymore. But I'm the, curious. What there's nothing else. Oh, what well, else I don't could he know. be talking about? Is there something well, else out there? It, maybe they got on suspended for a lot of reasons yeah, or, that we don't know. About. Or maybe somebody on the like in the front office got onto him about it and he told him to f off. I you know what I'm saying I don't I just don't believe it's just that. Maybe it, it, it is. Can't, it can't it be. is amazing to me how like this is the, the whole world because we love the Orioles, man. No, 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 because no, no, we love no, the no, because we've had examples in the last five years of announcers saying ridiculous things and being suspended more than once. But this wasn't anywhere near. That's it would have my been point. Cool if Cassianos had hit a deep fly yeah, ball to and left, a fly as, ball he, deep as he's left. pointing out the, the raid. That's my point: is that everybody who clicked on that when it was announced that he had been suspended was waiting, waiting to hear for like, this oh guy God, say something crazy. Yeah, it wasn't anything. So you're like, okay, he's going to say something yeah. racist. He's going to say it, something it, sexist. He's going to say something homophobic. He's going to say something right. political. He's going to say something. And we're watching. We're watching, <laughs> and everybody's going. He doesn't say anything. What's the problem? And here? in fairness to Brenna, Brenneman. <laughs> he thought they were on a break. Never start a, sen- <laughs> never start a sentence with in fairness to Brennan. I forgot his name. By the way, I looked it up real quick. So if my math was right, I did say $220 yeah. for four tickets, right, for the season. Battles in to get 200 tickets, and I'm bringing battles into this. Okay. If you want 200 Florida State fans at Snuggy Hill for that game, it's only $11,000. Battles in can do that, right, gang? I mean – yeah, I, I, I'm you're volunteering a, other people's money. Right. I think Florida State it. fans would be like, okay, maybe you don't get that receiver. You, 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 <laughs> but, may, but, but you but got gonna, 200 Florida State fans on Snucky Hill, so we can burn it down. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not that much in the grand scheme of things. Game. What if you don't burn it down and just like, yeah, probably just, not burn it. Down. Just like dig it up. Like it's it, a sod game. Dig your heels. And every in? fan yeah, just, takes their grass. Takes grass where are your it. spikes? I'm just, yeah, you, you wear know. your golf spikes. You just don't replace your divots. Thoughts on Jimbo Fisher's quote on college <laughs> oh football chasing money. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Sean goes on think- to say, has there ever been a more unaware quote from a college football coach? There has. Probably. But yeah, yeah. The great thing about it is. Dabo makes one every week. Like texags.com who covers Jimbo. And you think like probably wants to have a decent relationship with him. Like when they tweet that out, like you know that he's gonna get yeah crushed. I mean, they must be doing it, but so he'll get crushed. Right? I would think. Yeah, you got to think about what stage they're in. They're at the stage now where they they've been disillusioned enough, right? Both on and off the field. Yeah, with what they thought they were gonna get. I mean, that and offense was a disaster. So now they can just if the knives are out. We yeah. remember it. We God, remember yeah. it. It's college football. It's just all about the money now. I don't yeah. know what's <laughs> going. Happen? What happened to this? Sport? Remember the days in like seventeen and eighteen yeah. where coaches just coach for the love of the <laughs> game. And my my favorite part would be like if right after that you had the quote of him talking about being on his ranch, ranches, <laughs> ranches, ranches, ranches the, yeah. the pearl ranches. Uh, let's say we're going to win the games between LSU, Clemson, Miami, Florida. Which one would you prefer to throttle with a 50-burger? 
I legitimately keep coming back to Wake Forest. <laughs> I know that wasn't one of the choices, but I keep coming back I to I would that like one. to see them beat Wake Forest 70 to 7, I agree, but by the way, the answer to this question is always Miami. I think it's, at, it's did he say always Florida? Miami. He did. If you there. go to Florida and beat them by 40 points, that'd be Would that be the nice. end for Napier? No, it's too early, right? If, they, if it's if it's year two and they go four and eight, yeah, and they one, go four and, and eight, they lose loss. by fifty to their rival. And that would be a tough. I don't one. know, man. Norvell lost to his rival in year two, and they weren't even they didn't even have a coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I. Mm, I don't think it'd be the end. What? So what? Your answer is really Miami. There, you just it's did always it, Miami, but you just always did Miami. it. It'll be Miami until we stop playing Miami. Not LSU. You don't think uh, just for the good of the season? I have nothing against LSU. I want to beat their ass, but I well, have they're going to be LSU. SEC brethren soon enough. Yeah, they'll be our brothers in arms. Yeah. So, I like Baton. And they beat Florida in the College World Series. So you weren't. I think you were gone. You guys already hit the road. So the last night we were in uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Uh, they had this thing at the when you never went there the night before. They I had that the cocktail party, party thing. They, all right, yeah. so they so let people know the, at AC kickoff <laughs> yeah. each night. This is one of the things I'm going to miss about the conference. Mm, yeah. Whenever it is we leave, they have each night the they have a, a, a media year. slash staff kind of like cocktail party kind of event. Yeah, it's really cool that they do it. Free mm -hmm. booze. Yeah, sure. Um, well, they had a 360 degree photo booth thing, like those things they have at weddings now mm -hmm. and stuff. Also, the thing like Brian Kelly did. Yeah. With his the recruit, the dance. so yes. Manny, my guy Manny Navarro, who covers Miami for the Athletic, was trying to convince me. He was plying me with alcohol, trying to convince me to do the Brian Kelly dance, which would have been one. awesome. Manny, so, I wish you would have yeah, succeeded. And, I, and so then he just kept coming over and just trying like with now. Him? We, you and no, him he just, just wanted you? me just to oh, go okay. do it. Yeah, and then post it like the week of the. But the you got to do the dance. Yeah, that was exactly whole, reenact yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, man. And uh, then we we all kind of oh, came to the conclusion. Now I wish I had gone. Well, I got you to do it. Well, we, you all came to it. well we all came to the conclusion that this guy would have done oh, it. I absolutely would have done it. Shirtless. <laughs> Any excuse, yeah. gang. Uh, no, that would have been good. Yeah. I stopped going to those things a long time ago. I, I like. I mean, the event's fine, and I get to hang out with you guys and all that, but uh, – the bougie. You're not snoozing. a cocktail hour guy. You want to go to the SEC where it's like a barbecue I didn't, with a keg. Tom were at the Irish we pub. We went to the Irish yeah. pub. Well, Connolly's, buddy. Yeah. We took yeah. it to Connolly's. Yeah. Predictable. You came in Madison. Connolly's. I did. I did after I hung out with the uh, the the brethren, the ACC, oh. my, my people. Oh, how much they love us! Wow, how much they love us! Yeah. They're going to really miss the FSU contingent, right? You tell Andrew Carter was so sad <laughs> that uh, we were on our way out the door. Yeah. He was he was part of he, the conversation. Andrew's a good guy. I don't, a have a I don't have a problem yeah. with Andrew Carter. His tweets have been ridiculous lately, yeah. but I don't have, you know. I don't, <laughs> there's, I don't, there's, there's a lot of that going on. Uh, yeah. They yeah. all He's seem to be alone. afflicted somehow. Uh, for Irish Chappelle and Corey Clark, as well as Director Matthew, in. I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be well. Peace. Till next time.